The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Tuesday, May 14th edition. we got a 12-game banger on tap tonight. Should be a fun one. Hope everybody had a great Monday. I broke even thanks to, honestly, the Quantage.com. I, uh, that, that, that Vegas line move tool that I, I talk about from time to time came in clutch. It updates every five minutes. It lights up like a Christmas tree. It's green, yellow, and red for risers, fallers, and neutral. And that Astros... Uh, team total in real uh, in runs total, it skyrocketed at the like last thirty minutes before lock, and all of a sudden, oh shit! I better put a, an Astro stack in. Of course, I, and it cashed without even using the bottom of the order that went bananas. I've been using the bottom of the order all weekend. Of course, today I don't do it; they go nuts. But that's baseball, right? But it still got home. It helped a ton having Bregman and Springer and company out there. They got it in, matched it up with the D backs who crushed and the Mariners who did well. Uh, and then a late A's action as well because of that line movement tool. The A's, the A's line kept moving all day, so I had more A's exposure than I started the day out with. So again, it's the first look podcast. I give you everything I think I uh, I like at the moment, and most of it stays true throughout the day. I'd say like 95% of it stays true. But every now and then we get a little slight change, and the Quantage.com has a huge way of helping with that. They have the great articles. Hope everybody enjoyed the free Monday. It'll be free Monday. Should be from here on out until things change. Um and then all the great tools, the lineup optimizer, the uh, the weather tool, the umpire tool, the bullpen tool is really cool to show you kind of the usage of the bullpens. And they have much, much more, but that Vegas tool is clutch. I use, I check that out always, you know, middle of the day and then a couple times towards lock. And if I see something interesting, I make some changes. And, and more often than not, doesn't work every time because that's baseball. The guys still have to go out there and hit the damn ball. But things help. It shows you like where pitchers, you know, might be at an advantage because the opposing team's uh, team total dropped pretty rapidly. So they're in a better spot according to Vegas, or the opposite, like the yesterday with the Astros, you know, they went up over almost three quarters of a run in the last half hour. That's a big jump. Like every now and then you'll see like 0.1 of a run. You're like, yeah, okay, that's a little bit. No big, this thing just, boom, it was, it was impressive. So if you want to join the Quantage.com, I highly recommend it. I know baseball can be a grind. I know it's a stressful thing for people. I know it's just for fun. So if it's not your thing, I get it. we got the free fantasy DJs, uh Slack chat. Come join us in there. Lots of great stuff going on there. But if you want to join the Quantage.com, get all the tools, get the member Discord, all the other articles and all that good stuff, you can get the season package for $124.99. 
You can get the all sports first month where you get the NBA playoffs as well for $19.99. That's the one I recommend the most to get your feet wet to see if you like it. Or you get the five day trial for five bucks. And that's tough for baseball because the ups and downs of baseball, you can have a couple day cold stretch and you'll be pissed and it's not going to work. That full month will give you kind of an idea of how things rock and roll. But you can get all those different packages using promo code Bubba over at the Quantedge.com. So go check them out. Quantedge.com, promo code Bubba gets you what you're looking for over there. And it's really, really good. Also, if you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. The kind words you guys send out on Twitter, it's awesome. Uh, it means a lot to me. So thank you. Thank you. This is year four of doing this bad boy. Waking up at uh, 4, 4.30 in the morning and, and banging it out for you. So I really, really appreciate the kind words. It means a lot to me and kind of keeps me going. I'm always going to do it, but there's certain mornings, trust me, where I'm like, I just like to hit snooze and not do this today. But uh, here we are. We're doing it again. So we got a 12-game banger on tap for you tonight. Let's look at the totals on this slate. Brew Crew. At the Phillies, 8.5. Mets, Nationals, 8.5. Rockies, Red Sox, 8. Astros, Tigers, 10.5. Rays, Marlins, total of 6.5. Charlie Morton versus Caleb Smith. Sneaky pitchers duel in Miami. St. Louis, Atlanta, 8.5. Angels, Twins, 8.5. Rangers, Royals, 10. Pirates, D-backs, 8.5. Jays, Giants, 7.5. A's, Mariners, 9. Padres, Dodgers, 7. That's your late night Get yourself some Hagen Dawes. Get yourself, you know, some candles and light them. You got Christopher Paddock versus Clayton Kershaw pitching amazingness taking place in LA. But uh, as I as you as you heard through there, you got two totals over ten, and we do not have Coors Field in play, and a couple over nine, a lot of eight and a half. So definitely some offense to go with. Uh, there's three stacks I really really like tonight. I really really liked Arizona and Seattle last night, and by the end it was uh, Oakland and. Uh, the Astros creeped in. Right now, there's three that I have circled with the bullet. We'll see how popular they are, but on a 12-game slate, that will help stretch it out quite a bit. Before we do that, let's get the pitching on this slate. You got Chris Sale, 10-8 at home against the Colorado Rockies. Chris Sale is starting to look like Chris Sale, folks. 23 or more points in four straight starts, 34 or more in two straight starts. He has 10 or more Ks in three of his last four, eight Ks or more in four straight. Yes, it was at Baltimore. It was at the White Sox, home against Tampa, home against Detroit. Sure, not the world beaters. Now you get the Colorado Rockies in Boston. So Colorado outside of Coors, 23.5% K rate versus lefties. Chris Sale's looking good. The weird thing with Chris Sale still to this day, though, the velocity is not consistently there. But he's pitching, and he's pitching like a beast. Colorado 2.65 team total, lowest on the slate by far. Lefties 202, righties 245. Chris Sale at 10-8. Very, very intriguing option tonight if you want to pay up to the top. Uh, Colorado, you know, Arenado's story. Yes, I get it. Chris Sale's beasting, folks. Very, very intriguing. If you want to drop down 300 bucks, though, you get uh, Charlie Morton, 10-5 at the Miami Marlins. No DH to worry about there. Uh, Chucky's got 16 or more DraftKings points in five in seven of his eight starts this year. He's been very, very good, and he's got 22 or more in five of those eight. 264 ERA on the season at the Miami Marlins in offense. You know is dreadful, and they strike out 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Chucky's got a 29% K rate, 48% ground ball rate, so lots to like there. Second, a third lowest team total on the slate, just a little above three for the Miami Marlins. Lefties 301, righties 270, and they have a 263 Wobo, 0.089 ISO. First right-handed pitching, so a lot to like there with Chucky. And that's why I think Chris Sale might be low-owned. It might make for a really interesting GPP-type pivot. I think Charlie's a better cash game player than Chris Sale. I'll say that straight up I, because there's always that volatility with Chris Sale, especially if he's not throwing as hard and you got those power bats in Colorado where, where weird shit can happen. 
But uh, Chucky in Miami, 10-5, I'm kind of a fan there. But I do like Chris Sale, not discounting that at all. You got Clayton Kershaw, I'll pass. I've been doing this time and time again, uh, every one of his starts. He's had a couple good ones, but you know his last two, 13, 15.3. Then he had a 31 against Pittsburgh, but then a 19-9, a 20.8. Those are all fine and dandy, but those aren't 10K fine and dandy. Only one of those was. And we got three other guys that had much bigger upside, especially the top two, Sale and Morton. I'd rather get up there or I'd go down. So Kershaw's not on my list today. If he pitches great, so be it. I'm not going that direction. Chris Paddock at 10K in the GPP, though, sign me up. This dude is fierce. 21, and a half, 21 points or more in three straight, 36 or more in two of three. It's GPP only. I say this every time Chris Paddock takes the mound because he still last, last start was his deepest start. Seven and two-thirds, four hits, no earned, one walk, 11 Ks, 91 pitches. The biggest thing with Paddock is he still doesn't go. That's 91 is the most he's had. The start before that, 89, was the second time he's done that this year. They're not going much past 90. That's just what they're doing with Chris Paddock. They're monitoring his pitch count, which means if he's not effective. And, and what's made him so good lately is he's he's not walking many. That's what's saving his butt because he's phenomenal control. But if he starts getting into walk problems, because he's going to strike out guys no matter what. That's going to happen. He's got five plus Ks in pretty much every start this year except one. He's got seven or more in half of them. He's going to strike guys out. But if he's not consistently effective, he's not going to go deep. And thus, the $10,000 price tag does not come into play. But for GPPs, very effective. And the Dodgers team is sneaky good. But the way Paddock pitches, man, if he's on, it don't matter who you are right now. He's that damn good. So he's GPP only at 10K. It's risky. But the ceiling is there, as we've seen. Two of the last three starts, 33 or more DraftKings points. you got to consider him in GPPs. But when you're looking at this 10K and above, it's, it's Charlie Morton 1. It's Chris Sale 2. And it's Paddock 3. Because Morton and Sale, the leashes are off. We know what they can do. They have great matchups. The, the 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 floor for me with Morton and Sale is very, very high with a very high ceiling. With with Paddock, the floor is kind of shaky. Maybe a couple of nails poking out. But there is a high ceiling. So it kind of depends on how you want to go about it there. Dropping down in the mid-8s to 9K range. You know, Noah Syndergaard, I'll pass. The inconsistency kills me. But Caleb Smith at 95, my boy, Caleb Smith, our boy, Caleb Smith. Let me clarify that has been feasting 25 or more DraftKings points in five straight starts. He's been so, so good. Uh, he's got six or more Ks in six straight starts. and Actually, he has six or more K in all seven starts this year. He's been uber effective. He's at home and pitcher-friendly Miami where he pitches even better this season. He gets a Tampa Bay team that, you know, it's good. It's good. It's not great, but it's good. Uh, 22% K rate versus lefties. Again, Caleb, big, big strikeout guy. But lots of fly balls. We always say that with Caleb. He's good to give up a home run or two every start. Just hope they're solo. That's what he does. That's the recipe for Caleb Smith. Uh, Tampa Bay, 3.45 team total. Lefties, 310. Righties, 324. And, you know, Tampa, 310 Woba, 143 ISO. Not great. Not great at all. So Caleb Smith at 95 is a great way if you want still an upper echelon pitcher with big-time upside but don't want to go into the five-digit range. Caleb Smith is a great option at $9,500. After Caleb Smith, though, we got the likes of Jared Eikhoff. Very interesting match versus Milwaukee. Uh, that little brew crew stack were great. Uh, Moustakas went uh, deep, I believe. He had 16 or 18 points. Yellick had like 20 points. That was my two-man stack. I loved it. It worked out beautifully. We were all over that one. You could go back to that today because lefties can't get to Eikhoff. But Eikhoff has been phenomenal this year. And I like him in GPP. He's been much better than Nola. 1-5 ERA, .97 uh, whip on the season. Uh, outside of 4Ks in his last starting in St. Louis, where he still got you 26.4 points. 
He's got six or more Ks in his previous four starts. So he's got the strikeouts working. He has 20 or more points in four or five starts this year. Big time upside in this matchup. He's at St. Louis against Washington, even in Coors. He's faced the Mets and the Marlins. Some kind of easy matchups, some actually tricky matchups. Icox pitched very, very well this season. Uh, and Milwaukee strikes out almost 27% of the time to go Icox 30% K rate. And that's why I like this, especially in a GPP. I love targeting the strikeout upside guys. Because if they give up a run or two, they can offset it with the strikeouts. I've talked about this many times on the podcast, but I'll bring it up again because it's probably been a little while for the new listeners out there. But if you want to if you want to look for a better floor, you look for strikeout upside. It doesn't always have to be the best matchup. Like, Milwaukee's really good. That's why I wouldn't be shocked if he gives up a couple runs. Like Yelich can take anybody deep. Moustakas has that ability day in and day out. That's why I love those two guys. I mention them all the time on the show. Grandal even had a big night. He had an RBI triple. He's in play tonight. He's cheap. He's 3900 bucks. Like, these are options if you want to attack Eikhoff because there'll be no owned and you're in a great hitter's ballpark. At the same time, Eikhoff can give up, you know, two, three, four runs even. But if you go get gets you eight or more Ks at this uh, $9,200 price point, he still has tremendous upside. So keep an eye on Eikhoff at that price point. Uh, Milwaukee's team total is 4.3. Lefty's 378, but righty's only 221. So again, those lefties in Milwaukee are interesting. But Eikhoff at 92 and a GPP, sign me up. Lastly, in this mid-8K to 9K range, Luke Weaver at 8800 bucks. This is the guy. If you're not paying up and you want to start somewhere, you start with Luke Weaver. The Pirates offense is abysmal. It'll hit once in a while, but nothing special. Luke Weaver has 22 or more DraftKings points in five of his last six starts. He's been outstanding. His one bad start was against the Cubs. He gave it three earned and four and a third. He just wasn't good. Throwing a lot of pitches. They took him out, but other than that, Against Atlanta, seven innings, one earned. At Colorado, in Coors, seven innings, one earned. At Pittsburgh, six and a third, six hits, one earned, seven Ks, 26.1 points. Oh, yeah, he's facing Pittsburgh tonight. At Atlanta, five shutout innings. San Diego, six and a third, two earned. He's been absolutely outstanding of late. Really, really good. $8,800 feels, feels like a steal. He should be popular, but I thought that with Peacock last night. Peacock didn't produce the way he should have. He's getting squeezed like crazy. We were talking about that. In one of the chats, his it was squeezed the strike zones was stupid for Peacock, but Weaver at eighty hundred bucks, tremendous upside in this matchup. A Pirates team striking out almost twenty one percent of the time. Weaver twenty two percent K rate, forty three percent ground ball rate. Lots to like in that. In Pittsburgh three point nine team total, lefties three fifty one, righties three sixteen versus Weaver. But a Pittsburgh team with a three hundred two Wilbur and one fifty four ISO, nothing special, nothing special at all there. Uh, Weaver at eighty eight. Great spot tonight. Hopefully it's not a letdown, but that is a phenomenal spot. Like, if you want to pay for bats, you start with Luke Weaver and you partner up with someone down below, which we have options, and you rock and roll. So Luke Weaver at 88, very, very solid mid-tier play. So this mid-8K to 9K range, I got Luke Weaver 1, Caleb Smith 2, Jared Eikhoff 3. Dropping in a little lower, Brandon Woodruff is $8,600. Uh, this guy's really, really good right now. Really Really good, 20 or more DraftKings points in three straight starts, 20 or more in four of his last five. Washington's been on their list, the Mets a couple times, even St. Louis. Um, Philadelphia is no joke, but they're also kind of scuffling a little bit. They're really not locking it on all cylinders. They strike out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Witter's big-time strikeout stuff, 28% K rate, 11% swinging strike, 46% ground ball. Does give up some hard contact from time to time, but there's a lot to like here with Woodruff at this price point. Philadelphia team with a 4.25 team total. Lefties 302, righties 295 versus Woodruff. So more of a GPP play than cash for Woodruff, but extreme upside. Like if you want to go Weaver, Woodruff, 
you got two guys that you know could get hit around, but they have uber upside for like 20, 25 plus point nights, and you can get some bats that way. So don't mind that at all. Uh, Kyle Gibson, eighty three hundred bucks. He's coming in pitching really, really well of late. Uh, Twenty three or more DraftKings points in three of his last four starts at Toronto, and then two games versus Baltimore. Got hit around at the Yankees. Still survived for eleven DraftKings points, but at home against Minnesota, it's always nice to pitch at home, uh, where he's pitched better in his career than on the road. LA just doesn't. The Angels just don't strike out a ton. That's the biggest thing. Uh, Gibson's in a really good spot. You know, twenty two percent K rate of his own, fifty percent ground ball rate, but it's an Angels team which strikes out sixteen percent of the time. That's, that's less than ideal. They have a team total of four. Um, Gibson's in play, just not the doesn't have the hugest upside, but hey, maybe he runs into one that I wanted to mention him as an option. Lastly, in this range, Trent Thornton, seventy three hundred bucks at the San Francisco Giants. That should be all I need to say. If I should be able to walk away to the next guy, he got beat up at Minnesota, but then at Texas and against Oakland, dominated. He's facing a Giants team. Thornton's risky, but seventy three hundred bucks. Tons of upside in this matchup. The Giants team is just bad. Just really, really bad right now. Uh, they, they strike out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Thornton's got 25% carry. He walks too many guys. That's part of his problem. He gives up a lot of fly balls. But hey, guess what? In San Francisco, you can give up fly balls. You'll be okay. I'm not going to kill you. Uh, the Giants team totals 3.8. It's like 7th lowest on the slate. He's a $7,300 pitcher. They have a 293 Woba, a 165 ISO. There's a lot to like here at Trent Thornton tonight. Um, and he's, he's almost an even money play on the road against the Giants. So Thornton at 7300 bucks is a phenomenal punt uh, in this matchup. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But those are the kind of punts to target on slates like this. In this 7 to mid 8K range, you got Thornton 1, Woodruff 2, and Gibson 3. All right, punty punt time. Joe Musgrove, 6500 bucks at the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's risky. I like the D-backs bats. Don't get me wrong. Musgrove's been horrible his last two starts. Minus points. Part of that was filthy. If you're looking for a bounce back, Musgrove could be your guy at 65. It's risky, but he's there. The other guy I'll mention is Tyler Beattie at 62. And I know you guys are going to say, Bubba, he got shelled last time. Two and a third, seven hits, seven earned, three Ks against the Reds. Oh, yeah. Okay. He pitched really well. He pitched really well. Just when he hung a pitch, Derek Dietrich took him deep twice. Like, that's the best way I can sum it up. It was ugly. He's been phenomenal in the minors. He's had tremendous strikeout stuff. And guess what? He's not pitching a great American small park tonight. He's in San Francisco. People are going to see the mess that was that game. And you might get a Tyler Beattie at 6200 bucks, super cheap. They're using the opener for him. Beattie's supposed to be coming in after that. So he doesn't have to face the top of the, the, the Blue Jays lineup the first time around, which is nice, which is very nice. You got a, you got a uh, Blue Jays team that strikes out almost 27% of the time, first right-handed pitching. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. And it's a Toronto team. That, do, 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 where'd you go? They only have a 3.7 team total. They have a 282 Oba and a 155 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So BD at 6,200 bucks, tremendous upside. Like, really, really does. It's not even the homerism in me. For those that have listened long enough, I will trash my Giants left and right and center. Uh, but at 6,200 bucks, if he gets beat up, I don't care. The upside's tremendous. That's the same reason I went Ronaldo Lopez last night. Worked out, folks. Like, Every, you got to take the chances once in a while. And they're punts for a reason. They're going to get shellacked sometimes. But you go back to that well because the talent is there with Tyler Beattie. And at 6200 bucks, I'll die on that grave again. If you don't want to take the risk, so be it. I get it. I'm not going to judge you. But what he'll open up for you in the offensive column, quite interesting. So recapping the punts, I got Beattie 1, Musgrove 2. Okay, pitching recap real quick. I know there's a lot of names there. We've spent a lot of time on pitching. But up top, Charlie Morton, Chris Sale, 
Chris Paddock. Paddock GPP only. In the mid-8Ks to 9K range, Luke Weaver 1, Caleb Smith 2, Jared Eikhoff 3. All three really good plays. Eikhoff more GPP than anything. Uh, mid or Low 7s to mid-8s, Thornton 1, Woodruff 2, Gibson 3. Then again, down below, Beanie 1, Musgrove 2. All right, sorry it took so long to get the pitching done, but it's it's pretty juicy tonight. So I wanted to cover the bases. There are options and ways to di- dissect it. And again, if you're on if you're at the Quant Edge, hit me up in the member Discord. I'll help you the best I can. Uh, check out Maddie's article there. And if not, uh, in the Fantasy DJ Slack chat, I'll help you out anywhere you want. But there's definite ways to go about it. Let's check out the bats on this slate. You got Mitch Garver catching forty six hundred bucks versus Pena. Garver got robbed of a homer last night. That was depressing. But Robinson Chirinos at forty three, very very much in play with deep again last night. Averaging 10.3 over his last 10. He's got 14 or more in three straight games. So Trinos against Carpenter. Houston is a massive, massive target tonight. They had the highest team total at 5.85. Lefty's 403. Righty's 426 versus Ryan Carpenter. They should go to Poundtown tonight in Detroit. Um, dropping down from Torinos, though. Like Alex Avila's been swinging a really good bat. You want lefties versus Musgrove. Avila's 4K, 16 points last night. Uh, he's only been back for a couple games now. But keep, it, keep an eye on Alex Avila. When he's hot, he's been one of the best hitters. He's had a bad season last year. 4K versus Musgrove, definitely upside there. Again, if you're looking at Milwaukee to be a little different, you could go with some Yasmani Grandal at 3900 bucks. I told you he had a decent nice last night, 10 points. He had that RBI triple, didn't do much after that. But, you know, 10 points at low ownership like that does help a lot. Uh, Williams Ostadio, our boys back. Third base catcher eligible at 38 versus uh, Pena. Always worth a look. Josh Fagley at 38 versus Mike Leak. I like a lot. Oakland's another one of the stacks I like a big time tonight. They have a 4.5 team total. Lefties 370, righties 327. They are healthy now. Matt Olson and Crush Davis went deep last night. Davis twice. They've been out for a long time. So they're healthy and they're going to be kicking back into high gear here pretty soon. So Fagley at 38, a part of that stack. Uh, Steven Vogt could be an option at 38 if you choose to go there. Brian McCann against Flaherty at 36, worth a look as well. But uh, other than that, there's not a ton. The only other really, really favorite one I like down here at 3600 bucks is Jason Castro. Put up the goose egg last night, but part of that, 19 and 23, 0 27, 0 20, 0 20, 11. When he hits, he hits big. It's, it's boomer bust with Jason Castro with 3600 bucks against Felix Pena, who I like a lot, but lefty's 322, righty's 285. Minnesota 4.5 team total. Uh, I got no problem with Castro at 36 if you want to save some cash at the catching position. Let's head over to first base where you got the likes of Reese Hoskins, just GPP only versus Woodruff, power versus righties. Like Pete Alonso at 52 versus Jeremy Hellickson is very, very intriguing. It's weird though. Like we're targeting Pete Alonso versus starting pitchers, and I think he has maybe one home run, if none, versus starting pitchers. It's like all late in the game versus bullpen. That's what I heard the other day, and I've seen stuff about that throughout the year. It's pretty crazy, but still, in general, the Mets 4.16 total versus Hellboy. Lefty's 333, righty's 306. Pete Alonso at 52 is in play. If you're not using Luke Weaver, Josh Bell is GPP relevant. But the uh, Seattle Mariners definitely in play again. You got Edwin Encarnacion at 5K versus Brett Anderson. Seattle has a 4.5 team total. Lefty's 329, righty's 326 versus Brett Anderson. So a guy like E5 at 5K is definitely in play for you. The Kansas City Royals are very alive today. 5-3 total. Lefty's 417, righty's 440 versus Shelby Miller. Shelby just gets shelled every single time, pretty much. He goes out there. So, 100 Dozier's been a little quiet of late. 4900 bucks could be a nice little play for you tonight. Sliding on down the ranks, though, you got like uh, Eric Thames, GPP only at 45. 
Uh, Goldschmidt against Fulte, GPP at 43. First base is a little weird today. We got Yuli Gurriel at 41 versus Carpenter. Again, a great spot there for Houston. Gurriel, first base, third base. Swinging it really well. Averaged about 10 points in his last 10 games. Put up a goose egg last night, but 14, 13, 14, 8, and 10. His previous five. He's 4,100. Logan Forsythe, $4,100. First base, third base versus Duffy if you're looking for some savings. Not the worst of plays there. CJ Cron at 4K versus Pena's in play as well. But in reality, if you're not paying up, you're paying for Matt Olson at $3,900. This price has not caught up to him yet. He's homered in back-to-back games. He is feeling better, folks. Like There's still the, the bust upside at any time with any player. But $3,900 versus Mike Leak for Matt Olson, that's outstanding. Like That's your play. If you're not paying up, you're paying for Matt Olson at 39 uh, you got Ryan Healy at 38 if you're stacking Seattle. I can see that. He's first base, third base eligible versus the lefty Anderson. But in the grand scheme of things, you're just going to pay up. You got Tyler White's cheap at 3,400 versus Carpenter. If you got a, a Houston stack, you can go there. I also went past him. Where did he go? I do this every podcast, and I realize it later and mention it in the chats. But where did you go, little fella? There he is. Diaz from Houston. He's first base, second base eligible at 39. It's the same price point at Matt Olson. He's definitely a play as well. He's got 14 or more in three straight games. He's homered in two of his last three. He's playing really well. He loves his left-handed pitching. So I'll let him miss first base, second base, worth a look also. Second base, you got Cattell Marte versus Musgrove. Very much a play at 5,200. Whit Merrifield, though, at 51. And a part of a Royal stack. Very, very nice. Michael Chavis versus Freeland. Chavis, second base, third base, eligible at 5K. Boston's got the second highest total at 5.4. Lefty's 257. Righty's 311 versus Freeland. Interesting total there, but Chavis at 5K is very intriguing. Uh, Jeff McNeil in a cash game at 45 versus Hellickson. I can see that. Moustakis, again, 4400 bucks Is in play versus Eikhoff. He did go deep yesterday, 16 DraftKings points. GPP only for Moose, but definitely a target. Ronnie Rodriguez, 4300 bucks Second base shortstop versus Wade Miley if you're looking to fade Wade. Just remember, lefties actually hit Wade better than righties, but I don't hate using righties against him if you so choose. Uh, it's Wade Miley after all. Let's be be real about this. Uh, you got a Detroit team with the 4.7 total. Lefties 366, righties 288 versus Wade. But pretty nice team total there for a Detroit Tigers team that doesn't have the biggest offensive power. So something to keep in mind throughout the day to see how that line moves uh, up or down against Wade Miley. If you want to save a little cash at second base, he's second base, third base eligible. But Tommy LaStella is a phenomenal play tonight. He's, he's legit. We've been trashing on him all year. He's doing it. He usually leads off first righties. He gets a righty tonight in Kyle Gibson. He went deep. He was 3-for-5 last night with a homer, 22 points. The dude's been hitting it and hitting it well with decent power. He's 4K tonight versus Gibson. Not a much play by any means, but he should be on your radar. Again, let him as Diaz at 39 is a good look here. Like I have no problem going Matt Olsen at first and Diaz at second. Both sub-4K guys, both with home run ability. That's what you're looking for in GPP is home run ability, maybe double dong ability, which they both have. So something to keep in mind when you're doing your lineup builds later. Not must starts, but that's what you want to look at when you're trying to build these things, especially the way offense is going, especially when you have an offensive slate where you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have nine totals of four and a half or more. Team totals, nine. That's almost half. We have 24 teams playing tonight. So keep that in mind. When you're building this up, there there should, knock on wood, be a lot of offense tonight. Couple more second base targets to think about here. Um, you got the likes of Robinson Cano at thirty five hundred bucks. Great for cash games at that price point. Um, you know, boomer bust with him, but the upside's really nice there. Shed long at thirty four, another option for you as well. 
third base. Bregman went deep again last night. And he gets Carpenter at 5,500. Yeah, sign me up for some breaks. Totally on board with that. Eduardo Escobar, huge game last night. He was a part of the batter breakdown, third base shortstop eligible, 31 DraftKings points. He's got that ability, folks. The dude can rake. If you're stacking the D-backs, you stack with Escobar as well. Chavis, again, mentioned him already. Hunter Dozier mentioned him already. Those are options for you there. A couple others to look at. I mentioned Jeff McNeil and Cash. Uh, Matt Chapman, if you want to do it with a stack, you can. Not in love with it, but he's definitely stackable if you're stacking the A's. Uh, Moustakis at 44 is worth a look. Guriel at 41. At the end of the podcast, I'll tell you my ideas on stacks tonight. A little more detailed than normal. Uh, Tony LaStella at 4K. Talked about him already. Williams Astadio talked about him. Ryan Healy talked about him. So a lot of crossover here at third base from other positions. But one to mention, uh, Manny Machado, GPP at 3,700. Like, if you want to pay up for cash, I found you two guys at 39 and now at 37 that all have upside. He faced Kershaw recently, and he took Kershaw to pound town. So remember that with with Machado, it's GPP only because you got to respect Kershaw. But thirty seven hundred dollars for a guy Machado's upside could be a goose egg, could be a big night, big upside. You give stuff like that a shot. Shortstop position, Alberto Mondesi at fifty three hundred bucks in play. Escobar mentioned him at fifty one. Both good looks, but if you want to get a little cheaper and different, Paul DeYoung fifty five k at the Atlanta Braves versus Fulton Nevich. We know DeYoung versus. The right-handed pitcher, so keep an eye on him. Uh, Carlos Correa, though, at 49, is going to be the chalk against Carpenter, and rightfully so. No problem with that at all. But Elvis Andrus should not be forgotten. Same price as Correa. Andrus hits righties very, very well. Danny Duffy can be hit. Andrus coming off a good game after he's been kind of cold for a little while. Texas has a 4.75 team total. It's fourth highest on the slate. Lefties, 332. Righties, 347 versus Danny Duffy. So keep Andrus in mind. Not a must-play, but if you want to be different from Correa, it's a perfect pivot. Price point for price point pivot. That's how you differentiate yourself with the ownership game. Xander at 48 is interesting, but in, for me, if you're looking at all this loaded shortstop and you want to save some cash and still has tremendous upside, Jorge Polanco is somehow 4600 bucks. All the dude has done is rake, hitting 327, 1.013 OPS, averaging over 10 points his last 10, put up a 19 spot last night, he had a 0, a 3, then a 13, a 32, a 5, and a 26. The dude's crushing it. And his price is down to 46. He's been like the highest price or top two or three for a while. 46 against Felix Pena, who's not bad, but still can give up a lot of hard contact and some fly balls. I like this quite a bit. Uh, lefty's 322 versus Felix Pena. So you're getting savings. These other guys above him, you know, Correa's in a great spot. DeYoung's always awesome. Escobar, Montesi, great stuff. But you get a Jorge Polanco at 46, you're saving 700 bucks from the top of the price point. Uh, you get $300 savings off the chalk Correa. It's definitely a way you can be different and still get a big upside play. Uh, I mentioned Ronnie Rodriguez, Ahmed Rosario. If you're with the Mets stack or cash at 44, I don't hate it. Um, Anderson Simmons at 4K. He's a cheaper option versus Gibson. You can look at Marcus Simeon versus Leak at 39. Definitely another sub 4K guy. And then you got Machado at 37. Another guy you can take a peek at. Uh, Tim Beckham, 35. He's struggling a lot, but hits lefties well. And then you got uh, J.P. Crawford down here as well. But that Polanco price point stood out to me researching last night outfield then we wrap her up christian yellick at 59 another gpp spot for Zykoff. he had 18 points for his last night it's just what it's what yellick does guys he's good he takes he can hit anybody he's not gonna do it every day but he's got that upside to do it every freaking day that's why he's 5900 bucks against the pitcher that's been outstanding this year uh george springer though at 58 yeah he, he's a good player he's averaging 17.6 points in his last 10 that is ridiculous 
just ridiculous. So Springer at 58, yeah, really good play there. Uh, Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez versus Kyle Freeland. Smash spots there. We love those boys versus lefties, especially just Dongs Martinez. Uh, if you want to go down farther, like Whit Merrifield, Cattell Marte, talked about them already in play for you there. David Peralta, another smash spot at 5K. He was my cover boy. He only got us 16 points. I hope that counted for you guys. 16, 5, 10, 13, 17, 11, 0, 10, 21. That's pretty good. He's just consistently great. Really good cash game play with GPP upside of 5K. Love it. Michael Conforto heating up, folks. 4900 bucks. His last couple games, 21 and 28. He's homered in both of them. So keep an eye on Conforto as he gets it going. He gets Helixson tonight. That helps a ton at 4900 Adam Jones should be a part of your D-back stacks. Don't forget about him. You got Hunter Pence, who's crushing baseballs. He's up to 4800 bucks against Danny Duffy. It's kind of a do you trust it thing. And right now I trust it. So 48 very interesting. Same with Alex Gordon at 48 versus Shelby Miller. Two two guys you wouldn't expect to be up here. Two guys that have earned the right to be up here. So both in play for you. Gerard Dyson. I keep getting questions. I get people telling me Gerard Dyson sucks. Yeah, I know he's not flashy. But for cash or for stacks, he gets it done because he steals bags. He had two stolen bases last night. Two for five. Two singles. Two runs scored. Two steals. 20 points. He had three zeros before that. But then a 15, 10, and 18. He gets on and he makes things happen. That's why he's parts of stacks. He's a part of a stack. That's what you got to remember, people. That's how you look at these things. But uh, Drob Dyson is $4,800. Domingo Santana and Mitch Hanniger, both really solid looks there versus Fred Anderson uh, for the Seattle Mariners. Take a look at those two. A few more because it's loaded on a 12-game slate, like Eddie Rosario and Max Kepler versus Felix Pena. Both really solid looks. We talked about it with Polanco. Lefties versus Pena, something you really want to get behind there. Uh, a few others, like Corey Soler versus Shelby Miller, because lefties and righties crush him. He'll go low-owned at 44. He's in play. Like a Jock Peterson, GPP only is always relevant, but you got to respect Chris Paddock. you got to respect that, but Jock's always got that GPP upside. I'm not, just not as in love with him as usual tonight. Uh, Jake Marisnik versus the lefty. We always talk about it. He's 4,200 tonight. He had 28 points last night as he went deep. He's got seven or more in three of four. He's got 19 or more in two of four. And he's gone deep in two of his last four games. He is a GPP play and a good way to be a wraparound stack with like him, Springer and company to make yourself a little different. You can do that with Jake Marisnik. Um, Jose Martinez likes his righties. He's 4,100. Nick Castellanos at 41 versus Wade Miley is very much in play. Shohei Otani finally went deep yesterday. He's 4,100. If you're looking at GPPs, Hunter Renfro and Fran Mill Reyes. Fran Mill Reyes will get you a lot more savings, but Renfro's 4,100 versus Kershaw. Two guys to look at there. If Steven Duggar's leading off for the Giants at 41 versus Thornton, he's in play. He just hasn't been leading off consistently. Uh, a great player tonight. He should be chalkier than chalky. He should have been chalky yesterday because I said it on the podcast. I know he's struggling, but it's too damn cheap because of his upside, and Chris Davis did it last night. And that's why I say it. It doesn't work every night. Bryce Harper was cheap, and he shit the bed. That is baseball, folks. I can't iterate that enough that baseball is the most variant sport you will see. You are a Hall of Famer if you succeed 30% of the time. 30%. If you've succeeded 30% of the time in life, you'll be fired and probably dead on the side of a road somewhere. But in baseball, you are a Hall of Famer. Chris Davis, he hits 243. He succeeds less than 25% of the time. But he crushes the baseball. He hit two home runs last night for 30 points. He's 4K tonight. He is very, very much in play. A few other ones to look at down below here. Um, again, as lineups come out, it'll, it'll differentiate some more. But like Nick Marcakis, GPP versus Flaherty. I don't hate Flaherty's been scuffling, especially versus lefties. So Marcakis at 38's got some upside for you. Uh, no more Mazzara, GPP only at 38 because it's lefty, lefty. But lefties and righties hit Duffy well. Max Kepler is only 3800 bucks. So keep an eye on that. Will Myers at 38. 
I talked about those guys. Odell Herrera at 37, swinging a very, very hot stick. Nine more points last night just for his value alone. He's got 9, 10, and 17 in his last three. When he, He's a streaky, streaky hitter. So when he's hot, you take advantage of it. Fran Mills, 37. Talked about him already. And, and there's a few more down here. Like Stephen Piscotty's only 36 and much, much more. So check out the lineups. There will be value. There's value at every position. I gave you guys below 4K everywhere. So you can get the pitching if you so choose. Let's recap that pitching real quick. You got up top, you got Charlie Morton, one, Chris Sale, two, Chris Paddock, three. Paddock, GPP only. In the mid-eights to 9K range, I got Luke Weaver, one, Caleb Smith, two, Jared Eikhoff, three, Jared Eikhoff, GPP upside. Mid-8Ks to 7K range, Trent Thornton, one, Woodruff, two, Kyle Gibson, three. And when you're going full punt, YOLO, Tyler Beattie, one, Joe Musgrove, two. Okay, when you're stacking it up, Houston is the way to go. That's going to be the chalk. You stack against Ryan Carpenter, you get weird with it. You know, if you, if you don't want to be, you know, you know, Springer's been awesome, but let him as Diaz, Marqueque, or not Marqueque, Marisnik, uh Chirinos, uh, even maybe Tyler White, who I'm not a huge fan of, but the upside's there. You can do stuff like that. There's Yuli Guriel. They're all in play. Bregman, Correa, just differentiate it somewhere. That's what I'd say is make it different. Don't go just to standard Bregman, Correa, Springer. It might be the one that goes off tonight because they're that damn good, but they're going to score a lot of runs tonight. And if you want to be a little different, you got to mix it up a little bit. Uh, Boston versus Freeland's interesting. The the Royals versus Shelby Miller definite upside there. Like Gordon, uh, Mondesi, Witt, Dozier, Solaire, even Ryan O'Hearn at thirty six hundred bucks can make you a little different. There's options there. I I try to focus around like Mondesi and Gordon and Dozier. That kind of be my main three. But you can look at other spots there with Kansas City. Uh, Texas versus Danny Duffy is very nice. Don't sleep on Elvis Andrus. Uh, there's options there for sure. Detroit's interesting. I, Arizona, I respect. I, I like Joe Musgrove, but if Arizona's bats are hot. So if you want to go back to Arizona, you can do that. And you start with Escobar and uh, Peralta for sure. But Oakland versus Mike Leake, I like a ton. Olsen at $3,900. Crush at four k Oakland should be popular because there's price wrong. You get so much value there throughout that lineup. So keep an eye on Oakland. But there's, there's a lot to like Seattle versus Brett Anderson. Lefties and righties. Preferably righties and lefties. But what I want to say when I said I'll talk about stacks. On nights like tonight... This is a home run derby night. People ask me this all the time. Would I recommend are two to three guy stacks? I wouldn't go full stacks unless you really are confident. Like if you think the Astros are scoring 12 runs, then full stack it. But when there's nine teams with four and a half or more, there's going to be a ton of offense. A ton. And that means, you you know, unless you hit the nuts, you need the home runs. Because on nights with a ton of offense, there's going to be a lot of home runs hit. So your stack needs the home runs. If you stack five guys, are all five guys going to homer? Usually not. Sometimes it does. That's when all hell breaks loose. But not always. That's the only problem. Like, you want those home run guys. So, when you're stacking, look at it that way. Um, feel free to come and ask me any questions in the Slack chat or the TQE member Discord. I'll help you there. All right, BVP. Well, in this long-winded discussion of, uh, of a podcast, I apologize for the length today. But I thought there were some good topics to talk about and break it down. You got Anthony Rendon, 10 for 32, two doubles, two homers off Noah Syndergaard. Uh, Robbie Cano, 5 for 17, two doubles, two homers off a of Helixson. Uh, Wilson Ramos has taken him deep as well. Christian Yellick, 4 for 13, doubling a homer off Eikhoff. Ben Gamble, Grandal, Braun have all taken Eikhoff deep in the small sample size. Um, Starling Castro, 12 for 30 with a double and three homers off Morton. That's interesting. Not that I'm going to play, but interesting. Colt Wong, 5 for 7, three doubles and a homer. DeYoung and Matt Carpenter and Marcelo Zuna have all taken Fulty deep. Uh, Luke Roy, 4 for 10 with a homer off Gibson. Trout, 5 for 14 with a double and a homer. Calhoun, 6 for 20 with a double and a homer. So they like them some kind of the Gibson 
small sample. Here's Jorge Soler versus Shelby Miller. Five for 12 with three home runs. Alex Gordon's taking it deep as well. Uh, Zerubel Cabrera, Rudin Odor are both taking Danny Duffy deep. David Peralta, four for nine, two doubles and a triple versus Musgrove. Escobar's taking him deep. Uh, da, 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 da. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Fran Mil Reyes, Machado, Kinsler, Eric Hosmer, Hosmer seven for eighteen with a double and a homer have all taken Clayton Kershaw deep. So keep that in mind. Not best, not an overall good team average, but there is some GPP upside. Matt Chapman six for sixteen, three doubles, two homers off of Mike Leak. That's not bad. Hundley, Piscotti, Chris Davis have all taken Leak deep as a team. They're at three hundred four, three seventy one Woba, two hundred ISO versus Mike Leak. Again, apologize for the length. But uh, it was good topics, good conversation. I wanted to break some things down for you a little differently today instead of just the quick run through and get you going. So, you know, 40 minutes, not too bad. Hope everybody has a great day. Go check out thequantes.com. Sign up, promo code Bubba. Get you everything you need. We'll take care of you over there and give you the best product we can. If not, go check out fantasysportsdjs.com, the at fantasydjs on Twitter. We've got the Slack chat alive and pumping. The boys are putting out great, great sheets in there as they keep building more of our models between Mike and Robert Riggs. So go check that out. Um, we got the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast. Myself and Jesse previewing this week's major championship at the PGA Championship in Bethpage Black. So go check that out. We'll have the OAD picks out later this week. And much, much more going over there. Recorded Bench with Bubba episode 170 last night with my buddy Joe P. Sapia. We talked some week seven fab, kind of went over the top picks and whatnot. Some recent news with all the injuries again going on and some uh, some pitching decisions. Some guys out for a while. So go check that out. Really good stuff there. Oh, and we, we recap Game of Thrones. You know, it's awesome stuff. As Joe's a big Thrones guy, he's a, he's an actor. He's actually a legit actor, Screen Actors Guild Award type guy. So go check that out. Really good stuff there. But hope everybody has a great Tuesday. Give a rating and review on iTunes. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, May 14th edition. I'm out. Yeah.